from Boss Track, it's Her Hype Squad, a show about amazing women who've made incredible strides as leaders in their industry. They're here to support you and your leadership growth, to encourage you and hype you up as part of your Hype Squad. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Her Hype Squad with Boss Track. I'm your host, Michelle Harris. I'm live from my home office in Miami Beach, and joining me today from Hershey, Pennsylvania, is my sister, Lisa Swigert. In this episode, we talk about leading with laughter, play personalities, octopus jars, working out in bed, building habits, and much more. We have a slightly different format this week based on Boss Track's weekly newsletter format, which includes something we're excited by, something fun or inspiring, and something we're watching or listening to. You can subscribe to the newsletter at www.thebosstrack.com forward slash weekly joy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Her Hype Spot with Boss Track. I have my sister here with me today, and we have a, a little different format that we're trying out. We are going to share some information that we found and just kind of talk through, talk about it, and I hope you enjoy it. Lisa, I want to thank you for joining us. We're happy to have you on. I know you have leadership experience. You've had about seven years in, in the insurance industry. Maybe you could give a little bit of background to everybody listening before we get into our discussion. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I've been looking forward to it. Um, I was, I've been in the insurance industry for the past 20 years. Seven of those years, I've been in, in a leadership role. And just recently, I uh, took on a different role, an operations analyst, and trying to spread my wings and learn something new, something exciting, something different. And I found a lot of the things that I did learn in leadership I'm using in my current role today. So a lot of crossover from one area to the other. So it's a great foundation to have and to continue to still um, look into that leadership space for continued improvement and growth. Yeah, and I, I like that because I actually had a guest on a few months ago and they were talking about it, you don't just lead up and down, you lead laterally laterally as well. And when you are in a project management or a project position, you're working with people and trying to influence them. I mean, I can imagine with your testing and things that you're doing, you're oh. having to influence them and a lot, you're probably using a lot of your leadership skills and that. Oh. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, that was uh, that's a, a key word that's kind of in the back of my head all the time is lead by leading by influence. So it's not direct like oversight, but you're right. When you're in that project space, you are still managing some sort of aspect of the business in, in one way, shape, or form or the other. So still continue to look for opportunities. Always, always, always looking for the, those growth moments and having great mentors, having great leaders along the way have certainly helped with that as well. Yeah. Well, thank you. Sure. Thank you for yeah. introducing yourself and thank you for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. This is exciting. <laughs> and we have been planning this call for a while now. It's just been, True. we keep pushing it off for one reason or another, like not pushing it off. I mean, good reasons. We've yeah, been yeah. rescheduling it. Yeah. So it's uh, good to finally get together. And I think, you know, we, our lists have maybe updated a little since the first part because they're True. either become irrelevant or maybe not as interesting after a while. But so again, we said we're going to talk about one leadership related thing, 
one fun thing and one inspiring thing, right? You got it. Well, that's what I've got. So hopefully that's what you got. Okay. (laughs) So what do you want to start with? What do you think? I think let's start with a leadership piece. Leadership. Yeah. I think we're going to get right into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. And it's funny that you say about our information being outdated. My, (laughs) the thing that I found that I wanted to talk about today is from 2016. So that's how outdated. (laughs) Well, that kind of outdated. I don't think we've been pushing it off that long or holding or rescheduling (laughs) for that long, but you know what a lot of things with leadership specifically they don't really change the truth still holds so is that what you're sharing something from okay yep yeah yeah and I think that's very true I think this is still very relevant in today's world and probably more so relevant in today's world than it was probably even in 2016 I know you're very familiar with TED Talks and I absolutely love them for so first let's I'm going to start there like starting to listen to TED Talks I am amazed by the level of of the ability for people to speak on that platform like do you just learn how to do that is that something that you're that you just know does it come with practice does it come natural like these people when they talk are just so well spoken like how does that happen they have ted coaches Oh. They, ha- they have people that are specific. Well, I mean, not everybody. I'm sure yeah. other pe- a lot of people are just great up on stage or, or a lot of people will be up on stage and just say how nervous they are and, yeah. you know, they get through it. But yeah, they do. I actually know a few people who are coaches. They coach people to prepare for their TED Talk specifically. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. It was, and I've, I've watched a couple of them, actually quite, quite a many of them, but it's just always that ability and they're just finesse when they talk. It's just so inspiring and just amazing because I don't feel that I, when I'm in a room of full of people, I am like a nervous wreck, nervous mm-hmm. wreck. And one of the things that, uh, you know, changing into a remote environment, it, it does lead the ability to be able to speak a little bit better because you don't feel like you're on display for like a room full of people to, you know, that are staring at you. You're, you're in your own home or you're in an office setting behind a camera. So it doesn't make you feel as vulnerable that you're being exposed to everybody. But the TED talk that I watched was Paul Osenkup. He did, it was about a 10, 15 minute presentation on leading with laughter. I absolutely loved his discussion. I think, and I I guess I'll stop talking here in just a second and let you like just jump in. But one of the things that I absolutely love is I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I love, I love humor because it, it immediately puts people at ease. Right. So especially in leadership, there's, there's always that need or you need to connect with your teammates. You need to connect with your team. And what better way than not only be personable, but to be able to laugh with your team, to lead with humor. You know, there's there's always a place and a time for humor. You know, you, know, you don't want to be in the middle of a performance management conversation and be like, you're not meeting expectations, knock, knock. You know, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to do all that. But I think the general connection that you make with people is is really based on your sense to be your or your that feeling of being relatable and leading with humor makes you relatable one of the things that that paul had mentioned in there about he says you know you don't take yourselves too seriously you you want to be relatable personable sometimes seem imperfect when you might be sharing sharing a story and it just makes you that much more approachable 
And with that comes that trust and connection with your team. Yes. So I, I felt very, very inspired by his presentation that he did. And I just think, I think having that sense of humor in the workplace is so very important. And again, I think more so now, you know, I don't know that it would have been as acceptable years and years because it's very rigid, very structured, very, you know, the, I'm your boss, but now there's a definite need for that connectedness. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I think that it's hard for new leaders to, well, one thing when you're in a new leadership role, you might be a little stressed and you're in this new environment where you're having to think about things differently and talk to people about things that you never had to talk to them before, but so it can be a little stressful, but there can also come with being put in a leadership position, like this feeling that suddenly you have to be the serious professional person because you're in this new role. But like what you said, you have to build trust with your team. And if they don't feel like they're getting that real authentic you, then it's hard for them to feel that connection or that trust with you. So I, I completely agree. I mean, I'm, we, well, you'll see when I share what I have to share, it's on the same line. So we did Love not plan it. that. Um, <laughs> but is there something in particular, like just besides the general fact of leading with laughter that he talked about that was a learning thing for you? I mean, I related so much to what he talked about as far as how of the importance of it. He said, one of the things that he, he said was that laughter is good for us, right? He said laughing a one minute of laughter equals 10 minutes of rowing. <laughs> so if you think about that, <laughs> if you've ever been on a rowing machine, you know that that one minute can be treacherous. Like it's just horrendous sometimes, you know, and you think about it one, two, three, four, five minutes. And if you laugh and you genuinely laugh for just a minute, like how just good that is for you. And not only just for your physical, but your emotional and your mental well-being as well. And one of the things that he made a comment about, which was just kind of sad, is that people in their 40s laugh on average four times a day. Four times a day, people in their 40s laugh. And that just struck me as no way, no way. So after I, I listened and when I really listened to that conversation or that Ted talk with Paul, I really kind of took in, I took, I took my mental note then of my days and how many times I actually do laugh a day. And, and it's not as often as what you would think it was. And I'm a pretty like laid back, easy going. I love to laugh. I love to have a great time. And it's still just not as many as what you would think. So one of the, my big takeaways from that conversation is to laugh more, you know, and you can almost always laugh yourself into a real laugh. You know, if yeah. you sit and you just start laughing, you're like, this is ridiculous. And you just laugh at yourself for being so <laughs> ridiculous and funny. And it just leads you into a real genuine laugh. So I, I really, again, it seemed something so simple and just so minor of, of a concept, but it, it really resonated and it became very, very huge for me. One of the things he said, you know, people, uh, traits of, of, of best leaders was a sense of humor, you know, and that conf having confidence, having that sense of humor and how much that humor reduces social distances, how much it makes people more approachable. And 
seemingly feel more supportive, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's so, so critical in, in any leadership role and with any team environment as well. So maybe not even just leadership to, to down to, to the teammate, but peer to peer as well. I think it's just so important. <laughs> Did he happen to mention how many times kids laugh a day as comparison? Cause I know it's like a lot, right? Yeah, he didn't say the exact amount, or maybe he did, but I was just so, because I'm in my 40s, so that's the part that resonated with me, and I'm like, there's no way that I can only laugh four times a day. Like, I know I laugh way more than that a day, Yeah, Um, and I don't know that he's wrong. I don't know that he's wrong. Yeah, it actually didn't surprise me when you said four times a day, because I'm like thinking, if you think about your day... Like for a laughable moment, how many times do you come across those if you're just in your standard, which is sad. I completely yeah. agree. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love to laugh. I mean, you know, we yeah. love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually like with Boss Track, I was trying to figure out like, how do I add humor and laughter without making it seem unprofessional? And going back to even, you know, I run into that with a, a new business. Like, how do you add that level that people just learning about you will still respect you as a thought leader, but still adding humor. So we really do try to do that, but it's hard. It's fine line sometimes. I think I'm going to plug you here for a second, but I think your newsletter does just that. I think your newsletter that you send out every week is, is a combination of information, right? It's not only just, you know, here we are boss track, here's what we're doing, but it's, it's very informative, but it's also very light and it's very fun and it's real. So there's, there's always some little piece of the newsletter that I'll find. And, and I'm not just saying this because you're my sister, um, <laughs> but there's, there's always this part of it that I'll click on and it just makes me laugh and it's appropriate, right? It's not, it, it's not over the top. It doesn't feel like it's pushed. It doesn't feel like it's so I think, I think you'd, on the right track with what you're doing with the newsletter and incorporating that that little bit of humor in there and and making it relevant and making it good so thank you I appreciate that <laughs> yeah we did not plan that plug and yeah. Um, yeah and definitely even with the reels when I'm working on reels I like I just let myself be corny like it's yeah. okay I feel like uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> I over absolutely. I overdo the acting sometimes because I'm like it's all right it it's, makes it uh, better I mean the thing is like I'm just uncomfortable doing those reels to begin with and like I might as well just make it as you know corny as I can yeah if, uh... <laughs> no I think they're perfect too yeah I think like you said I think you have the 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 humor in just all the right spaces and you have the serious and all the right spaces and you know where they intersect and where they intertwine it's it's perfect I, yeah. I think so again not because you're my sister I think we're doing <laughs> I think you're doing all right thank you <laughs> and while you were giving me that plug I did look up and it said researchers say that children laugh up to 300 times per day <gasps> no <laughs> wow do you think that's true that's a lot it is a lot I don't know 300 times a day either that or I'm going to have to go look up Paul's information because you know just because Paul said yeah and then well and then this says it does make sense and why but I'm not going to click on that and then five-year-olds laugh only about eight times an hour wow which is still pretty that's pretty good yeah yeah and oh adults have oh kids have less worries 
adults have less social time. Kids don't have a filter. <laughs> Sometimes I don't either, but <laughs> do you ever do, uh, is it called laughter yoga, laughing yoga, belly yo yoga? Have you ever that's funny that you say that we did that. We had a design thinking app years ago. This is before COVID that we all were together in a conference room. And that was one thing that they started the day out with. And it's just like, let's all, you know, tables pushed back, all get in a circle and we're going to just sit in a circle and we're going to laugh. And we all just stood at, stared at each other, like this sense of awkwardness, like, what are you asking us to do? And she had that same concept. She said, you know, if you start your day with a laughter, you know, it just makes your day, it just puts you in that much of a lighter, better mood. Um, and as we were sitting there, like just standing in the circle, you know, all grown adults and all of a sudden, you know, she starts, has her hands on her stomach and she's ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I just, of course, lost it because of how funny it was. And then from there, it just, you know, it rippled. Um, and it was, it was at first, you know, forced, but it just became, like I said, it just becomes natural after a while because you're like, this is so crazy, but it was, it was really kind of that moment. Then afterwards, you're like, that was so silly, but it was fun and I'm laughing and I'm smiling. So it, I think it did exactly what it needed to do. Oh, awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> I haven't tried one. I, I've seen it and I'm, it's always funny because I see it and I'm like, it just seems so fake, but I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. The point is people are laughing and right. it doesn't matter how it starts. Right. Like, yeah, this person in front of you is like, has this like fake laugh, but, but it's like, you can't help but laugh at it. So just, yeah. So is it, you said it's laughing yoga. So are you like doing like yoga positions and laughing? Like, so you're in downward dog and laughing or is it uh, just no. like, I think it's, you're sitting there and you, it's more like stomach exercises that you're laughing. I think I could be that really wrong sense. about that, but yeah. I don't think you're doing actual poses and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I fall over. <laughs> well, Paul did say, Paul says, you know, it was one minute of laughter is 10 minutes of rowing. So I would, I believe that there's some kind of connection or correlation to it. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've maybe. been doing hot yoga and maybe I'll, all I really need to be doing is yoga with some laughter and that'll there you go. Like double the <laughs> calories burned. <laughs> oh, <Or>. hot yoga. <laughs> oh. Uh, so if we move on to my leadership topic that I wanted to share, it is an article about rediscovering the joy of play. No. <laughs> and I guess for me, I think of leadership in two ways. Like one is a leadership skill that you can put into play with your team, but also to be a good leader, you need to have that pillar of well-being. And something we focus on a lot is well-being because it's like a, being a mom. Like you can't really take care of your kids if you don't, well, if you don't take care of yourself, well, you can't take care of your team and be there for your team if you're, if you're not refilling your own energy. True. So this rediscovering the joy of play is, I think, you know, a really good thing for leaders to think about for themselves and their teams and understanding like the mental health benefits of play. And how it leads to just being able to clear your mind and think more creatively and think outside of the box. And uh, when you're working on solution, developing solutions to problem, problem solving, 
or um, you're trying to think of a better way to do something or coming up with a strategy, like it's just, it helps when your mind is able to think outside of the box and like, how do we do, do this differently? Or what can I look at that I haven't looked at? And just this, this idea of play and, and exercising our brains in that way, I think it is so important. And one of the things that I really like in this article, and I've actually read a book and I, this doesn't say where this comes from. And I don't know, know if it's from the book that I read, but there are actually different play personalities. So I was going to read the play personalities and see what you think you are. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Okay. So one is a collector. It's somebody who enjoys assembling objects or experiences. There's the competitor, the person who thrives on playing and winning games. I know, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the creator, the person who finds joy in artistic pursuits or otherwise making things. The director who plays through planning and organizing events and experiences. The explorer who delights in physical, emotional, or intellectual discovery. The joker who plays through silliness, humor, and practical jokes. The kinesthet, I don't know if I'm saying that right, who feels most playful when moving, no rules or competition required. And the storyteller who plays with imagination through words and images. So what do you think you are? Oh, wow. That's, I I could be one of three. Oh, three. Okay. I was thinking two, but what are your three? Well, Well, I originally, the collector or creator. Mm-hmm. Are the two that really came. And then you said Joker. And again, I always go back to all about trying to make, and I'm terrible at, at awkward situations because I'm just going to make them even more awkward. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I would say either the collector or the creator. That's so what, interesting. What were you thinking? Creator or Joker. Okay. I didn't think collector at all. What you enjoy assembling objects or experiences. Collecting kind of. though, that's yeah. like collecting. What do you collect? Oh, well, ever since we moved just recently, I've gotten rid of a lot of my collection. Like right now, I, I think that people always say it's so funny, like actually being a creator and collecting things to create with are two completely different things. So I don't know if you realized when you were here last, you know, I have stuff to do like probably 10 different types of projects that I have. Like I've gotten all the different like materials. I've collected all this stuff, but they're all still in bins and boxes that I haven't like assembled or done them yet. So I think it's a matter of, I love to like, oh, I'm going to start this. 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 So I have this collection and all these little boxes and these little trinkets everywhere. But then when I actually start creating with them, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. This is so great. And it's just getting into a whole different mindset. So I think I can easily switch from one to the other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I would say that I'm probably the explorer. Yeah. And I think like when I read the book that I read and I want to say that the book was called Play. Oh, okay. Sorry. The article does refer to the book called Play by Stuart Brown. And that's the book that I read. It's called Play, How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination and Invigorates the Soul. And uh, it's a really good book that, ooh, I don't think we have it on our recommended book list on the website, but I will put it there. There you go. Making a note. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I think that I, I was an explorer the last time when I read the book, but I am still, I would still say that's true. I. What's the um, definition of that? 
Delights in physical, emotional, or intellectual discovery. I mean, I'd love to learn. I love to try new things. I love to travel and like experience new foods, experience new places. I I just think that's definitely scuba diving and exploring more of the under the water where it's just like this whole other world. Just that's really where I feel most. I mean, I wouldn't say playful, but joyful. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, I think one of the things that you had mentioned was being in in leadership in order to be an effective and good leader, you do have to take care of yourself and your own mental well-being. I think that's so, so important. One of the things a great leader of mine once said is that sometimes, well, not sometimes, but always you have to secure your own air mask before you can help others secure their air masks. And, And that really resonated with me. What are some of the things that you think that you do or that you would recommend for people to take that time to, to really invest in themselves? Like what, what would you recommend somebody do? What or maybe, let me backtrack. What do you do to kind of put yourself into that better headspace to be a more impactful and real significant leader? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I do is that I meditate. And I know that's not really for everybody because everybody thinks about meditation in a different way. But for me, meditation doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit there for 15 minutes and turn your brain off. You basically sit in as much quiet as you can and you recognize your thoughts and you recognize your thoughts for what they are, you let them go. Thoughts come again, you recognize them, you let them go. I think there's a lot of value in just that exercise, not being perfect. You're never going to get thoughts out of your mind unless you're like this guru that's been (laughs) spending days in meditation or, you know, you're committed to that in your life, but it's just hard. I mean, just, it's hard to not have ever have any thoughts, but the practice is really identifying the thoughts and that it exists and like saying, okay, and then just like letting it go and clearing your mind again. And if something comes clear it. And I don't know, I think there's like value in that too, that a lot of times you can get focused on something that's not adding value during your day and in your life that that practice of meditation just allows you to like recognize, okay, I'm feeling that way and let it go. And it just, there's so much, I mean, that stress and focusing on the wrong thing can have such a a negative impact on your, your life and your body, your health. I mean, that to me has been like a, a really significant thing that I've implemented. I mean, one of the things like just a very basic thing that people can do is I tell people to make sure they're in control of their calendars because that can be really hard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And, and especially, you know, today's world and, you know, blocking that hour in the afternoon that it's just their time to think, just sit there and look at their computer. Like don't do anything just, and, and I guess that I would relate that to meditation as well, but maybe even think of, well, this is what I'm trying to solve this week. Sit there for an hour uninterrupted time and allow yourself to just think about that problem and see what comes. I think that adding that, and I, and I know it's hard for people, but it's an hour a day and, you know, you have to protect it. That's, 
the hard thing because people are always going to say, oh, you have this, you know, we, we have this very important meeting and you need to be there. And of course, sometimes you're going to give it up. So just reschedule it, but, but make it as important as those one-on-ones or those meetings with your bosses. Like that meeting with yourself is so important. Like I do tell people to focus on, on that. I think that's really the, the big one just as like baby steps. I don't know. I mean, for myself, I really, I do it's kind of what I'm going to be talking about later about trying, trying new things, just getting myself out of my normal day to day. Because I, I can definitely feel when, when I'm in a, a rut and that I'm just doing the same thing every, every day. Yeah. Same. I'm, you know, doing this on the website. I'm doing this. I'm putting this on social media. I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm in this like routine. So you know, trying something yeah. new can really pull you out, out of that. Love it. Yeah. Good. So what do you want to move on to next? So we, should we do fun or inspiring? Uh, let's do something fun. Well, I don't know. I have two things and I don't really know which bucket to put either one in because they can mm-hmm. both fall into one or the other. So do you have one that fits a fits the descriptor best and I'll take your lead um hmm. inspiring okay let's do inspiring okay do you want me to start with my inspiring yeah I feel like I've been talking too much no you you haven't (laughs) (laughs) and again I don't I think I'm going to put my inspiring in as I like a lot of people can get lost on social media whether it's TikTok, whether it's Facebook, whether it's YouTube, YouTube is like how I was like the other day I started watching videos of, you know, how to do something on my cricket. And then the last video I turned it off was like giraffes frolicking through the forest. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know how I got from where I started because I click one, you might like this, you might like this. And I keep clicking and clicking and clicking. So a lot of my TikTok is the same thing because I like such random stuff that just random things just appear. Well, there's this creator on TikTok and she, it's Inspired Polymer. She is a creator. She makes clay, clay items. I don't know exactly. Like I I know I, I tried to look back on her story and to see like where she started and it looks like, and I could be completely wrong, but this is what it looks like. Cause you know, sometimes TikTok puts the stuff out of order and I'm not quite familiar with how to do a lot on TikTok. Just scroll, scroll, swipe, swipe, right. That's, that's my extent of knowing how to do. On yeah. TikTok. Uh, but she makes, she started out making these clay necklaces, clay jewelry, clay earrings. Mm-hmm. And then she went into making these potion bottles and they're these bottles that have these corks that had like, like just this clay around them. Like it could be something very cutesy, artsy, you know, some of it was like skulls and not into like the skulls and stuff, but you know, that's my preference, but she started, and I'm not quite sure where the transition started, but she started making these little jars and these jars are these clay molds of octopuses octopi octop an octopus i don't know what the plural of octopus is uh, so honestly i love them and i don't even know what the proper <laughs> i think it's octopuses octopuses it doesn't sound octopi. right but i think it is yeah octopi but she started making these 
octopus jars. And what she does is she has like these, this 20, 20 sided die that she rolls and whatever it lands on dictates the color of your octopus and then rolls it again. And it dictates the color, the, not the color, but the color of eyes of the octopus. And then she rolls again and it's whether or not there's glitter to it. And then rolls it again, whether it's a happy octopus or a sad octopus or a grumpy, it's not sad, he's grumpy, and then rolls again. And it's whether or not he has like these extras that he's holding on to. And it's her then putting this octopus together from just the jar and clay to making it into this creation that she does. And it's so interesting to see like how it starts to the end result. The one of my favorites is always the grumpy octopus that because his eyes are all grumpy and then oh, she I has see his yeah. tentacles all like curled and he could be holding like a frying pan and a cookie or he could be holding a flag and like a crystal or it, it's just every tick every video she does it's something completely different and I find myself just being so like oh my goodness she is just so creative and so good and one of the things I love about her is she's very just real right she's just herself she's she's goofy she's quirky she's real she's vulnerable one time you know she she limits herself to just 13 orders and then at 13 orders she cuts it off so she knows what she's capable of doing and she she makes sure that she's not overextending herself so that way she can a put she does just she mentioned she doesn't want to rush her product she wants to make sure she does quality work. And she also wants to have a quality of life along with it. So she's not sacrificing for, even though there's demand for it, because the one time her shop opens at nine o'clock on Monday mornings, and one morning it opened up a little bit before nine o'clock and she sold out right before nine. So everybody's in the comments, like you're, it's nine o'clock, you're already sold out. You had to open early. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And blasting her for yeah. something. And then she came on and she explained what happened. She wanted to get on a little early to let her shop load and a mishap happened. And she was, you could see the look of like defeat on her face as she was addressing the comments. And it just made my heart hurt for her because that's got to be so just, it just, it was just so, so sad, but the next day she, or the next video, she got back up and she was creative and she was her, her, she was right back in it being so just great about what, and like I said, she's just so interesting to sit and watch and put things together and her personality just shines through in, in everything that she does. I, I kind of looked back and just not too long ago, her follow her followers were, I had some stats written down in the March of, of 2022, she was at 40,000 followers. And now She's at like 143,000. So she's 167,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So just from the last time, like how many weeks ago I put this together, she has that many followers of people just watching her because she just is so, she's just pure joy to watch. And she's always looking for new and different things to do. I think the octopus jars have caught on so well that she's focusing on those. And I, I, I hope she always does because I just love watching her make them. But yeah, I just love when people create and are so good about what they do and are so just fun and just, and then she has a a shop kitty that's her supervisor, her supervisor, (laughs) Malachite, who every now and then you see Malachite in the videos and stuff. But I just, I just love her pieces. I think she's just so inspiring to sit and watch and just, and just 
be a part of her day while she, while you're just scrolling. And, and when I start to see her start to come in and let's make a mystery jar, I'm like, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. <laughs> and I have to admit, I've been on at nine o'clock on Monday morning, seeing if I could get a mystery jar too. Um, I just, oh, she's just so good. She's just so good to look, to, to watch. So yeah, it's so funny. I pulled up her account when you said it inspired polymer. And the first octopus jar that I pulled up was the octopus with the grumpy eyes, the frying pan, a cookie and a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and you can cute. see too, if you happen to go through her TikTok videos, you can see the evolution of her designs too, which is so, it's just so good. I just love watching her. Yeah. And, and kind of looking back at where, what she started with and, and what she's doing now. And it, it's just, it's so cool to see. So well, that's amazing. So when you said she does 13, uh, 13 of one design or 13 a day or 13 a week? I think 13 from Monday to Monday. Oh, um, wow. I think she does 13 of them. And I think she also, I think there's like 13 custom orders that she does. And then from my understanding, and I could be completely mis misrepresenting her and I, I don't mean to do that by any means, but it, it seems like she also does some free freehand work throughout like not the custom ones that mm. she's making for people that people order but she's making other things and she's putting them out there as well throughout the throughout the week as well so mm. uh, yeah I just I just think it's amazing and I was watching back in March of 2022 she was excited that she got nine orders one week and now it's like she's got a, a halt people at, at the 13 <laughs> and and it's every week it seems like she's maxed out at 13 and she's just all the time, you know, it's, it's so good. And, and like I said, I love the fact that she's not sacrificing the quality of her work to, yeah. to meet demand. And that's funny people, whenever people are rallying for her, when, you know, the, the, the comments were coming in, they were like, girl, that means your, your products in high demand, raise your prices, raise your prices. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Especially <laughs> yeah. if she's only doing 13 and they're yeah. wanting to come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like there are some videos that have like thousands and thousands of views, but some that just have zero, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's really weird. Maybe that's just wrong, but interesting. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. watch her. I see this, like they had, she has this box hug bin. What is a hug bin? That's interesting. Is it like a, does it look like a cell phone case? It looks like a case of like little pieces of stuff. And she said, there is a fuck in the hug bin. Oh, oh. <laughs> I see. She has where this her extras case. Are. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the word hug. Yeah. There was like all the word hugs and there's yeah. the words of word of hot fuck. The fuck got over in the hug bin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I guess that was, that was on somebody, one of the, the viewers comments that's hey can you look at this this bothers God. me kind of thing <laughs> funny oh now I might have to like well we'll see for YouTube I might have to bleep that out so yeah. I don't have to put explicit content on here <laughs> does that count <laughs> I think it does yeah <laughs> she looks so young that's yeah so, that's amazing yeah. I love that for her that's amazing yeah. yeah I'm I'm excited to keep watching her and seeing what what she does next so yeah inspiring so my inspiring news or my inspiring thing is something I shared in the newsletter, which is a company called Be Kind to Everyone. It started out as a project called Jordan's Summer Project, and it was created by this girl's family. Jordan has autism and her family wanted her to learn job skills. So they created this company 
or this little business for her to learn job skills. And now they have this, she has a successful business where they're selling t-shirts and the t-shirts and I'm, I'm sadly not wearing one today, but I've worn it several times since I bought it, but it's just, it's just, they all just say, be kind to everyone. And it's just a, a wonderful message, but the message is important, but it's even like, just, I don't know, the, the family and, and they, that they thought as much as they did to figure out how to create those skills for Jordan and, they showed videos of her when she was like folding the t-shirts and wrapping them and she just couldn't, and that wasn't even something that she could really do. But then they had videos of her, like she was like, going to town. She, yeah. she was getting the orders. She was rolling the t-shirts. <laughs> she was wrapping them in a little bracelet that you get with it. So that's my inspiring thing because I really want everybody to go out and support her and, and her business. It's BeKindToEveryone.com. And the t-shirts are really cute. Like some of them are really understated, but some of them are very colorful. Like the one I got was really like cover, colorful it's like Boss Track has like, like a lot of different colors that we use. So I love color. I actually cut mine up a little bit because I can't, I can't wear crew necks. I don't like things against yeah. my neck. So you can like just cut, look at the tutorials online and cut out the neck and the the t-shirt or the sleeves and ends up being a really cool shirt. I love it. Yeah, no, that's so good. Yeah. yeah you could look up the tutorial on YouTube and then watch giraffes frolicking through the woods <laughs> that's after true. the fact. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I actually think I have seen, I actually think I follow them on TikTok as well. And I always love seeing Jordan and her mom together and have a good day. She always ends her videos with have a good day or Aww. she's kissing her mom on her head as she has, as her mom's talking and you just see the the love and, and the fact that you had mentioned the, how it started was hmm. to teach her job skills to teach, to give Jordan an opportunity I think is so inspiring. I think I, absolutely hands down. You're right. It's so inspiring and it's just such a great cause. So, and I did notice you did have one of the shirts on last week when you were here, Yeah, um, I did. but I didn't realize that you cut it yourself. That was, that was really cool. I yeah, I did. <laughs> I did cut it. But I shared a picture in the newsletter last week and I was like waiting, like if anybody went out and looked to see, and I was like, where did you get that version? Because I don't see any, yeah. but <laughs> nobody ever asked. So I didn't oh. get to answer that. I like designed that myself. <laughs> It actually is like not even, but I don't even think it matters. No. Like I was trying to be so careful, but yeah. But I love like, I don't know. Did we ever take you to Biddy and Bo's when we were in North Carolina? No. That's no. That's a coffee shop. It it might have started, it might have started in Charleston, South Carolina, but they opened a chain or they opened a coffee shop in Wilmington, which was like where I where I worked when we were in North Carolina. And they hire, I don't know if it's hire people with general, like any disabilities or if it's Down syndrome, that's like such an amazing so good. idea. And I think that they created that too for their son. Oh my gosh. I really, I got to look this up because I really don't want people to be like, wait a second. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Those. Coffee. Um, story. Okay. Amy and Ben Wright are the proud parents of four children. Le Lily, Emma Grace, Bo, and Biddy. Oh, Lily was born with autism and Biddy and Bo were born with Down syndrome. 
Yeah. So with over 80% of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities unemployed nationwide, the rights believe that Biddy and Bo's coffee creates a path for people with disabilities to become more valued, accepted, and included in every community. And every time you go into a Biddy and Bo's, like, you just like feel the love, like they're just Aww. welcome you and say hello to you. And I don't know, it's just like, so, and it's not, it's not even the, it's not even knowing where you're walking into. It's just like, they just want, they just enjoy working there and enjoy that you're coming in and want you to have this great experience. And I, so good. Was, it was amazing. So, oh, they have tons of Wow. They have tons of locations now. So yeah, the one that I went to was in Wilmington. I I wish I could tell where they started because I don't think it says, but the, uh, where does it say? Oh, the original shop opened in Wilmington, North Carolina. So Wilmington, North Carolina was the first one. The first, And now they're uh, everywhere. Yeah. And they employ individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I love so going there. So you had two inspiring, Biddy and Bose oh, and the, the Summer Shirt Project. I oh, shared no, two. No. Oh, now I feel like an underachiever. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I would go over at lunchtime no, there's a and just like hang out there with my computer and work at lunch. It was, nice. It's nice. Aw, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So what about something fun? Uh, wait, let me make sure. Yeah, something fun. What do you have for something fun? So something fun, I, I don't know if this really fits in there, but I'm going to go back to TikTok again, only because, and I am such a sucker for, and I don't know how my identity hasn't been stolen yet, or like my credit cards have not been stolen or my numbers, because I see things and I'm like, I love that. I'm going to buy it. Or I love that. And I need that. Uh, I did that on Facebook two or three years ago, where I, I saw an ad come through about swimsuits and, you know, these swimsuits were so cute. And I just, one night I was on there, I ordered them and I'm like, I don't even know what I, where I just ordered these from. Right. And like three months later, my bathing suits still haven't shown up. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not ever seeing those. Well, month four, they finally show up. And I was like, score. So it just brought my trust back to all humanity again. So now I just continue to order stuff off of Facebook and, and TikTok. But anyway, there is this, and I kind of put this in a fun category because I struggle with working out. Like I, I struggle with that so much. I am just not a workout kind of person. And no matter how much I try to be, I can't, I just can't get it. I, I need to make it fun. I need to make it interesting. I need to make it just something other than picking stuff up and putting it down or doing a sit up. It, it just needs to be more. So I happen to see this advertisement and this goes back to my vulnerability as far but I didn't it's legit there's this ad called just fit or this this app not ad there's this app called just fit and what got me about it was it's it advertises this not only like you get fit but you can exercise in bed like in <laughs> bed I'm like what better way to incorporate exercise in my life than I can just lay in my bed I can put this app on and I can do workouts in my bed and so I started this now, again, I am such a bad, when it comes to creating new habits, like I really struggle with that. And I, I get into like, into other things and I'm like, oh, that's okay. But this is like legit six, seven minutes a day that you just work out in your bed. Now, when did you, when did you start those? When? Um, last, 
last two two weeks ago okay. I started it and it's legit you don't take your 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 dumbbells in the bed with you like it's not <laughs> yeah. that, not that at all it, it's literally just basically doing a lot of stretching and a lot of just movement and I think that's the key part of it it's six to seven minutes of a defined movement plan and it's getting you move, moving but the other part about it is is that I, th I think in my mind is I start the six, seven minutes, like laying in my bed and, and I'll either do it in the morning or I'll do it at night. I'll do it anytime. Like I, I don't have any problem ever just going back and laying in my bed and just being like, <laughs> now's the time I'm going to work out. <laughs> but it also, it also has other work. And now it, there is a subscription to it. I think it's like $9.99 a month and you can cancel at any time. And there's no plug for just fit by any means, but it's, it's six or seven minutes, but they have other workouts and you put in like your weight, your height, female, you know, all, all your stuff. And then it designs like a workout for you. Right. And I'm using my air quotes for you. <laughs> so the good thing is, is that those workouts too are only like seven to 10 minutes long. So by the time you're doing, done, you're doing your six to seven minute workout in your bed, you're like, okay, I'm already ramped up and ready to go. So I'm going to do this other one real quick and get it out of the way. So I don't know if it's mental for me yes. or if that's the human, if I'm just like everybody else, or if I'm like completely abnormal, but it's got me then moving for 15, 20 minutes out of a day now that I didn't before, because it starts simple and it puts me in that mindset to then get me moving. Yeah. So I've been having fun with it because again, it's like, it just seems so ridiculous that you're doing like a Superman pose in your bed. And my bed's so fluffy that I'm like, I feel like I'm stretching, but it doesn't look like I'm doing anything because it's like engulfed. I'm engulfed by this thing, but I'm like, oh, I got this. I got it. <laughs> so I've been having a great time with it. Um, and it's it's funny now because when I do the actual other workout part of it, the cats are on the floor with me, like sniffing and walking around. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing either. So it's new to both of us. But that's my fun thing that I've been so wait, you do the first six to seven minutes in the bed and then you end up like, oh, let me do seven minutes outside of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. So like the, yeah, the, the six to seven minutes are strictly for the bed and it gives you videos of like what you're to be doing. So it's a really easy to follow. And then after that, I go into the other workout. That's like a real workout where they have you doing lunges and they get the one they call flappy bird where oh, you like, no. you know, you're, you're flapping your arms up and down, or you're doing circles with your arms or you're down on the floor doing planks, which I realize I'm not very good at. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's designed to be like six to seven minutes. So it's in your mind, it's, I can do that. It's six. To yeah. Seven it's not 20 minutes. It's not a half an hour. It's six to seven minutes. Right. So. Yeah. That's such a genius idea Yeah, because I've been talking to a lot of people about this, maybe because it's the new year and people are trying to implement resolutions or changes in their life. But there's, there are two books that I love. One is called tiny, tiny habits. And one is called atomic habits. And cool. It's, they're both generally about starting to build a habit by taking very small steps and how those little small steps over time build and become a change in your life. And if you just, and like our minds, when something is too big, yeah. Like it just seems overwhelming and we find any kind of excuse we can because we just don't have the time or it's too much or whatever. 
But if you take something and you just have this little tiny first step and you're like, okay, I'll do that. Like six, I mean, they take it really far, six minutes in your bed. Like, hell, (laughs) I mean, that is attractive for anybody. That's like a genius move. But then they're like, hey, by the way, you should maybe do seven more minutes. And (laughs) yeah, that's amazing. And yeah, I think there's a lot of articles too I've been noticing about taking or that fitness in those small increments can be just as beneficial as taking a half hour or an hour at the gym. And the important thing is to get that, get that exercise and that body movement in. And especially if you do it multiple times a day, I mean, it just, the benefits build up. So I love that. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm fingers crossed and so far so good, but yeah, I figured it can't go wrong if you're exercising in your bed. Like, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm picturing you doing Superman. I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm also picturing your cats coming around like what's going on? Yeah. Because yeah, like they were very inquisitive last week when we, we tried to do that. We tried to start this last week and we had some audio issues and oh, yeah. um, your Josie was a little yeah. like she was in it. She was yeah. here for it. She was, she was. Yeah. They're not here now. So I'm on my own. <laughs> so what's your something fun what do you what do you come up with for something fun well my fun thing is I feel like it might be a little more fun for me and maybe not for everybody else would that be okay that's perfect I love it yeah (laughs) so as you know I a few weeks ago started this challenge it is my 23 day try something new challenge so My goal when I started this was to take 23 straight days of trying something, something new. And I, I think I got it generally from two things. I was following a bunch of people, including I would say Gretchen Rubin, and she had a bunch of like 23 day lists, like, or not 23 day lists, but like, these are the 23 new locations in New York I'm going to explore and I could be very wrong about that but something like that yeah but everybody was like I never really thought to like use that theme of like it's that this year like 2023 and I'm going to try some I'm going to do something different so I was like okay the second thing is one of the things that I track I have a daily journal in I use notion I don't know I think a lot of people do use notion some people don't really know what it is I use Notion to organize everything. And I have a dashboard that I have all of my my goals, my tasks to get to those goals. I have my daily journal. I have a weekly journal and I have a monthly journal. And in my weekly journal, I've had since the beginning, and this is probably three years ago that I started this. Um, what did, What new thing did I try this week? And for years... It's just rare that I would have anything to fill out there. It's just, oh, wow. I was just like finding that I was in this routine of I was doing the same things and not trying something new. I mean, with COVID, like you couldn't travel as much. So, I mean, of course I had my top, we went on that road trip. So there were tons of like new things I tried then. And I didn't, I didn't really count new restaurants because when we moved down here to Miami beach, of course there were tons of new restaurants we went to, but I feel like that's kind of cheating. So (laughs) I felt like 
that I had assessed, like I did at the end of the year, 2022 assessment. I was like, what am, what do I need to change that I'm not living up to in what I expect of myself? And this trying something new thing was like, I'm not meeting that hardly ever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to implement a 23 day, try something new challenge for myself. I didn't invite anybody else to the challenge. Although I did say I have been publicizing it on Instagram and my stories or in the boss track stories. I'm using the boss track to tell the story, but I did invite people along if they wanted to join, but they haven't shared anything on their own. They've been oh. commenting on what I've oh. been doing, but <laughs> so yeah. hoping I'm at least inspiring some people. <laughs> But yeah, it's been a lot of fun and I've been really hard on myself, which is maybe good or bad on what a new thing means. Yeah. And I've been trying to be really easy on myself on if I miss a day or two. So 23 days straight was a little, what do you, what do you, ag- not aggressive, but I ambitious? don't know. Yeah. Ambitious. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, especially when things come up in life and, you know, obviously with mom, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks that I was really out of it, maybe a week, but it's been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun for me, like trying something new. Well, one, we talked about play and explore, and that is like my, it's a way for me to have fun is trying new things. But the other thing too, is like, it just really helps open your mind and build in your ability to kind of think outside the box. I mean, you have to think about, well, what is something new that I haven't tried? Like, what, what can I do today that is new and isn't something in the, on the same category of what I've done already? Yeah. And uh, so it's been, I think, very helpful. And I honestly think that I'm on, (laughs) it's sad. I probably started this 23 days ago, but I think I'm on day 12 now. It's been, it's, I think this is definitely something that has been good for me to know that I can do weekly. Nice. Yeah. Well, I have to say for one, I'm like super impressed with how organized you are, like with all of your, (laughs) I guess that's not a treat that I got that that I I have like my stuff's just all over the place. Right. I don't, I don't have it. Like, so I'm going to have to look at, you said notion about putting that in there. Have you found anything of the tw- of the the twelve things or so that you've tried so far that you would continue doing, or so one anything that you continue doing, or two, what's what's probably one of the top one or two things that you've tried that you're like that was fun. Maybe not to do it again, but that was fun. All right, so that's a good question. And one of the easier ones that I did was I bought myself a cast iron skillet, finally. And I cooked with one for the first time. And I love it. I feel like a real chef when I use it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I'll definitely keep doing that. And I would say I tried this caudally, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, this clay mask. Uh, it's called the Caudalie Instant Detox Mask. So I'm just, I used it and my face literally was glowing after I used it. It was oh. pretty amazing. I was surprised. Well, yeah. but, Did you put that in the newsletter or you'll have to send me the link somehow? I'm, I'm just going to have plug that newsletter, put it in the newsletter so we can all buy it. I'm going to put it in the newsletter. It okay. was not in the newsletter. Perfect. I did. I put it on the stories just to, I actually 
posted a picture of myself with the mask on in my stories. So yeah, yeah. no, that was fun. What else? I, well, I was in, I was up your way last week and you helped me with a few and we made candles and we made bath bombs. Yes. And And I tried it out for, I did try the one out too. And I did. Yeah, I did. And it does fizz and it does it does break apart and it does leave the water very, very silky smooth. So we did something right. So I'll have to send you a video. Did your skin feel good? I kind of cheated. I didn't want to sit in it because I was not sure if we did it the right way or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I put it in the sink. Um, um, the you bathroom, put it in the sink? In the bathroom sink. Yes. I put this, I put Hawk, the duck that didn't quite make Aww. it. Through. I put him in the sink. And I washed my hands in it and my hands were super, super smooth and soft. So I'm going to do the next one in the bathtub. I didn't want to, I didn't want to try it out for the first time sitting in it. Like, well, I was going to say, was, do I really want that video if it's you in the bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> Not me in it, but me <laughs> beforehand. Oh, so, yeah. but you used talk right. for the first one. I did, yeah, because he was already he was already kind of falling apart. So Aww. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Okay, well, the bath bombs are fun, but yeah. I would say I would probably make candles again. I was actually was- telling Sean for people, my husband, that I might make our own candles. Like that was really cool. It, it was yeah. really easy. Yeah, it yeah, was that's like a lot of fast fun. and easy. It was crazy. Yeah, and well, you can make fun. whatever scent that you that you want. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. So good. Yeah. So what I didn't like was I tried, I, I figured I'd let myself have one, like try some, a new food. Cause I could just do all 23 days trying a new food. So I tried smelt bro. It was not good. What I is that? Like it. It's like little, the little eggs of, I don't know if smelt is a fish. I don't know. what it is we were looking at a menu and I was like well I've never had smelt roe oh oh a smelt fish good to eat rainbow smelt should not be eaten raw (laughs) due to the possibility of parasites Uh, (laughs) what about eggs what about their eggs is that okay oh my gosh okay I don't think I have parasites Anyway, another thing I did was try this game. There's a role-playing game called Viticulture. That's like a board game where you typically play with other people and you, you, I don't know, you have your fields and you grow grapes in your fields and then you harvest your fields and then you make bottles of wine. And it's like, it's pretty cool. I, um, I don't know. I've, Never really played a role. I guess it's a big thing. Like there are tons of these role-playing board games and it's the first yeah. time I did that. And I got it from my son, Tyler, your your nephew, Tyler, nephew. And, and Sharon for Christmas. And you can actually play with one person. I think it'd be fun with a couple people, but so I'm looking forward to playing it again with other people. But yeah, and I would say the one thing I'm definitely never going to do again is crocheting. No, that was not my thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know if you've ever tried to crochet and I don't, I would never have tried it if I wasn't trying to find something to do that I made my, I was making it way too tight. So then I went back for my second oh, okay. round and I no. was like stabbing yeah. it. With 
it's it's going to be a Valentine's Day gift for my husband now. So there you go. He's going to get a bra- bracelet for Valentine's Day. I love <laughs> a crochet it. bracelet. And people make it look so easy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Somebody said like people can sit there and crochet and not even look at it and just yeah. like watch TV or whatever. I'm like, how do you do it without looking no at it? I have no idea. That's yeah, that's that's tough. That's yeah. tough. I love it. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, now now it's becoming a little challenging to figure out what else to do. So what's next? Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my fun stuff. Well, if you have a little bit of time, do you have time? I do. Yep. Okay. So, I just have a date with my bathtub and the bath bomb. Later. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> video or no video? <laughs> Before video <laughs> of the fizzing of the bath bomb. All right. Well, give us a report of how your skin feels after and okay, figure, figure out if that's a good plan for we'll the future. We'll do. Okay. So one of the things that I like to ask my podcast guests is what is something that you've bought for under a hundred dollars recently that you feel has made your life easier? I was, I, I was using has changed your life, but I realized that that those are pretty big words. Like (laughs) it doesn't have to be a life changer. It can be just something that has like helped you in life that you're glad, glad you bought. That might be helpful for other people to learn about and might help them help their life out. Mine is probably so simple. Yeah, probably too simple, but it changed. It was a life changer for me. I, I just recently, well, within the last year, bought a phone mount for my car. My car is still one that doesn't have the built-in GPS. It has a big screen to it with a radio, which you would think has the GPS to it, but it doesn't. So I still use my phone for GPS. So anytime I go anywhere, I think you remember our trip to Provincetown last year. <laughs> I'm sitting there holding my phone the whole time, trying to get myself from Philadelphia, Philadelphia to Provincetown. And of course you were co-navigating, helping, but I had my phone and was holding it. I did that yeah. also. For Can I trip. say, please, first, before you continue the, how nervous I was that you were <laughs> holding your phone the whole trip through traffic through New York. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I was like, this was crazy. Like the first thing I did was look up on Amazon. I know. Like, there's these things you can buy. <laughs> And that's exactly the time that I bought it was you had sent me two different links of two different kinds of phone chargers to actually purchase or not chargers, but phone or the car mounts to buy. And it kind of, I took our trip to Florida when, when Ken's and I drove to Florida, same thing. I had my phone and I was holding it the whole time, or I had it on my lap or the whole time. And luckily that's a pretty easy trip straight down 95 and, and you were there. I mean, not straight down and you're there, but two days later you're there. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. So this phone mount chart, this phone mount for my car, for my phone that I bought for my car has been so amazing. And I got this kind that you can adjust to the side, you can make it horizontal, you can make lateral, like you can have it, you can adjust it to fit any phone. So like when I drive and I use it, I have my phone a certain way and I have it attached to the vent. And then when Joe drives my car, he'll take and he'll adjust it up to fit how he likes to see it because it's much taller than I am. So he needs to see it a little higher. So it still stays on the same part of the vent. It just can pivot and change and adjust accordingly. So yeah, this has been Oh my gosh. It's like, this is amazing. I just put it up there and I can see everything. I have both hands on the wheel and I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say for anybody listening, 
if they're listening still and they are holding their phone while they're driving, <laughs> you need to get one of these mounts and we'll, we'll provide you the link <laughs> to the one Lisa bought. <laughs> oh my. So yeah. So the best, how about you? Best thing. Yeah. That and I just want to say, I don't know how many times I asked you, I can, I'm, I'm okay with co-pilot. I, like, I can give you the directions. <laughs> You did. You did. I'm such a visual person when it comes to driving. And I'm so like, I'm so challenged when it comes to directions anyway. So it's always just this laughing thing that I can get myself anywhere using navigation, even on a phone. But I just feel like to see it, I'm just that much more aware of it. Yeah. But yeah, I understand. So no. yeah. I understand. So So I'm going to say two things for me. Can't have two inspiring and two. No, go ahead. You can have two. You can have two. No, you can have two. Go ahead. ahead. It's hard. It's so hard to decide. Well, one I already mentioned is my cast iron skillet. Like that has like a game. I don't know why it took me so long. And of course I ruined it the first time, but somebody, (laughs) somebody on Instagram did tell me the proper way to care for my cast iron skillet so I know now know how to do it did you wash it with soap and water no I didn't know I did know that I wasn't supposed to do that but I did use a steel wool pad which I was Uh, not supposed to use steel wool because the next day it had rust all over it I was like wait a second gotcha and that was only 29 dollars, so that was pretty good could it goodbye I mean I felt like the food tasted better I don't know if it really does taste better but I felt like it tasted a lot better and I felt like just like I said a professional cook when I was using it. <laughs> uh, and my other one is I just renewed my passport. We were actually supposed to go to Costa Rica a few weeks ago and I went to book my flights and I realized my passport expired four months oh, ago. No. So I'm very happy and yeah. uh, passport uh, traveling again. It's nice to be able to travel again. We've got a few trips coming up. So I have to say that was a life changer for me to get my passport back. And I, and I just got it, which is great. Oh, so, nice. So I have um, it in hand. And I also have, well, I have to say that the toaster I just bought was a life changer for me, but I will, I'll just leave that between me and my husband. <laughs> Enough said. Yes, enough said. <laughs> so you can't have so three. So yeah. next time. Yeah, next next time. I'm coming with a list. All right, I'm, I'll just have one. You can come okay. up with a list. I got a list. I got a list. <laughs> well, now you now you know how it works. But I can't, yeah, really. But I can't. I can't be decisive and just choose one. I actually had one more thing I was going to talk about, but we didn't even get to that. So I didn't. I didn't even share everything on my list. So. So what about books? Do you have any books that you've read recently that you would recommend to the audience? You know, I haven't been reading lately and I don't know why, because I love, love, love to read. Reading is like one of your ways to just escape reality and get into a really good book, a really good story. But I have been doing that in movies. I, I So I haven't really read anything recently, but I did just recently go see Avatar, The Way of Water. And I was a little late to the game when it first came out. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's the best, it's the best, it's the best. And it's like two months later, I'm like, I'm going to go see Avatar. So we went to one of the local theaters and it has the, the reclining seats in it. They're really nice. And to, to watch a movie on the big screen is just, especially a movie like Avatar with the all just the different features and the graphics and 
all the just acting alone, just seeing that on the big screen was amazing. And afterwards, it was just, again, I'm going to go back to YouTube, not to the drafts again, but I actually watched how like they made the Avatar movies. And if you ever have just a little bit of time and you can get sucked into it, but it is amazing to, to not only to watch the movie and see the story and it's three hour movie, but it goes by so quick and you Mm. don't realize that you're sitting there for three hours the whole time, but it's such a great movie. But if you ever actually watch to see how it's made and the actors to it, those actors are so skilled that it's, they do a CGI where, you know, they're not necessarily, they have like these cameras on their heads and these points on their face. So that way it can pick up the facial record, you know, the facial expressions and stuff. And they're acting like there's this part where they're on these, I'm going to call them horses. I don't really, I don't know all the technical terms for all of the animals and stuff in there. So please forgive me here, but where they're on these horses, but they're not on horses. It's like this, this thing that is just this mechanical thing that they're having to like jump on and jump off of and act surprised at certain scenes. And they don't really have anything to act surprised around them for like, there's not regular, it's not like your typical acting. So it just takes it to, it just makes that movie even that much better when you see all the work that went into it and what it takes to actually make that happen. So yeah. No books recently. I'm going to have to start. That's one of my my things that I really want to get back into is just sitting down and, and grabbing a good book and reading. But yeah, that's something I just needed to to mention is, is Avatar. It's always great to find something you can just kind of un, unwind and forget the world for a minute and just get into a story that you can just get lost in. Yeah, I agree. I mean, movies can do that. And you're not being paid by the movie theaters, are you? Because I know the movie theaters are having a hard time right now. No, 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 no. Although movie theaters, if you want, I'm your girl. No, no. No, it was actually full too. And it was surprising because when we were there, it was, I guess I had probably two months after the release and it was full and it was interesting to see. And I wish I would have known this going in, but like, as we were leaving the theater, like more people were coming in to, to see the movie. And these people were coming with like blankets and pillows. And like, do people do this? Because had I known that, like I would have brought my blanket and my pillow too to get even that. But yeah, I was just, wow, this, this is a thing. So oh, that's amazing. Kind yeah, of. ours is closing down. We, oh. we have a theater in the corner of Lincoln and they're closing down. So anybody on here who wants to like call in and dispute that closure we're yeah. the, the only one we have I and mean, we we have actually are that rooftop cinema but they only play older movies which is fine I mean yeah. I, don't, I don't mind but I just when you watch that you have to wear your headphones and they're really heavy headphones but it's uh-huh. a fun fun experience but anyway new movies that movie theater is closing and they used to host all the film festivals here too hmm. uh, yeah they have this every year black black film festival that they would host and and other even like they just hosted the magic mic I don't know which one it was, but the Magic Mike uh, movie premiere, they they had that here. Nice. We were we were like two blocks two blocks down this two blocks down Lincoln Road and we heard all this cheering and apparently I I always get his name wrong, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah. Tatum Channing. Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum yep. was there. What? Two blocks away yeah. from us. Cool. Oh my gosh. We, yeah. we heard the cheering and we're like, oh, it's probably a workout class. Like they're all cheer- <laughs> cheering because they just finished their workout class. Oh my God. No, like, there oh, was. Why didn't oh. we go inspect? And we didn't, but yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would have been a memorable moment. 
Yeah. So maybe they'll still come, but the movie theater is going away. Mm. We'll see. That's a shame. Yeah. So my book, and I, I read so many books and I could recommend so many, and we have books we recommend on the website that I try to add, like at least all the nonfiction ones that I feel are really good for leaders to listen to. I add them there. I agree with you at this point in my life. Like when I read, I'm usually looking for something like fiction that's yeah. light and can yeah. kind of take me into another world. And I don't really have to think too much about things. Um, but I am reading a book and I'm only halfway through it. It's called It's About Damn Time by Arlen Hamilton. And I love Arlen Hamilton. She, Arlen Hamilton has such an amazing story. Like she knew what she wanted. She was, she didn't have any money. She was homeless. Like there were, she was living in her car. I think at one some point, like her and her mom were living in a hotel at one point she was like sleeping in an airport just to have somewhere to sleep. Like she, wow. it was, she can't like, there's this whole story. And like, now she has a venture capital firm called Backstage Capital, where she is funding startups with millions of dollars. And she's got a company called Hire Runner. She likes, she has this like a amazing thing that she built. But it was like, for me, it's just for her and the mindset that she had to go from, and just like being so determined that she knew what she wanted. She was, had no money. She was like wow. living place to place. And she was like, I'm going to learn about venture capital, investing in companies. And that's what I want to do. And like people were when she was starting to raise the money, like, of course, nobody wanted to listen to her. Like, what experience do you have? And she didn't, I'm just, she didn't learn this. She learned from reading, like taking the initiative to learn herself about how to start a venture capital fund and what to do. And she just like did it. It's wow. so amazing. So I'm only, like I said, like halfway through, I'm excited to finish it, but like yeah. I, I recommend to everybody to listen to that or to read that. And then also she started a podcast called the first million. Let me check. Your first million. So, I mean, besides listening to this podcast, you should go out and check your first million. Like it's, I think it's like, it's only been a few weeks and I just love her. So I'll have to check her. I wrote her down. So I'm going to have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. And I actually meant to share that podcast in the newsletter, but I forgot to put it in there. So I'll put it in next week. There you go. See, so, yeah. this is beneficial. You got kind of, you got stuff for next week now. Yes, I do. I love it. Oh, this has been amazing. So I agree. I'm glad we finally made this happen. It's Same. been kind of weeks in the making. I don't even yeah. know when we started. We started talking about this months ago. Yeah. And I think we, we had it planned in January, like the beginning of January. I know. And we really did try to make it happen last we did. week. We did. We just we did. couldn't figure out how to do it in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured it'd be better if I was down here in Miami and you were up there in Pennsylvania. That's right. <laughs> I was so excited to announce like, now live from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh no! I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, as amazing as Hershey, Pennsylvania is, because her, a Chocolate World, Chocolate Hershey Park, all that stuff, and all the fun. And again, I'm going to go back to 
you're going to get a theme here being lazy, exercising in my bed, but I also love chocolate. So five minutes, that's so amazing. But I still think Miami Beach trumps my Hershey. Maybe a little bit, I guess. (laughs) I mean, once you go through the cow ride and have the cows singing to you and learn how chocolate's made, you kind of got it. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Chocolate's still there, though. So chocolate's still there. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. The best we have part. a chocolate. There's a chocolate factory here, but it's like an hour north of here. So when we travel, sometimes we stop by. But yeah, love it. Yeah. All right. Well. Stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. And thank you for, I hope, you know, everybody finds some value in our, in our conversation or at least some entertainment. And I'm looking forward to doing this again with you. Same. Absolutely. It was so good to, to see you connect with you and and talk with you. All right. Well, thank you and have a good night. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi everyone. This is Michelle again. Just one more thing before you take off. If you've enjoyed this podcast, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash boss track or sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It's easy to sign up and easy to cancel. Every Monday, we send out a short exclusive newsletter of what we found during the week that we're excited about, we're inspired by, and we're watching and reading. If you'd like to check it out, just to go to thebosstrack.com forward slash newsletter. Just type that into your browser, thebosstrack.com forward slash newsletter. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. Thanks for listening.